0: This program is intended for mature audiences only. Altitude Adjustment may contain language, images, or other content that some may find offensive. Your discretion is advised.
1: Welcome to Altitude Adjustment.
0: Good afternoon, I'm Leon Davis, along with Warren Harper and Leonard Davis. You're listening to Altitude Adjustment. It's 2 p.m. Central Time on Saturday, October the 16th. The weekly pod, the twice a week podcast about people, politics, and professions. And we've got another great show today. And I explained that whole expression of great show yesterday. So I'm leaving that so that you'll go and watch yesterday's show. Now, today, and and we actually started the conversation early. So um, we, we while we were prepared and ready to come on. We got into the discussion about um, Monica Lewinsky, who has a documentary out. And I really like to I look forward to seeing it. Um, That that story obviously is going to have legs for uh, at least my lifetime because of its implications. Um, But but I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully getting a chance to see that. But today's show is going to be about friends and benefits now the reason i did not call it friends with benefits is that we are going to be talking about um men and women being friends and some of the pitfalls and um difficulties that that can present so with that uh did you want to did you want to did you have something you wanted to start the conversation with mr warren
2: uh you know it, there's a difference when you compare the two, the with benefits and the and benefits because the with benefits we're generally, I think sp- speaking about single people more or less mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and benefits mm-hmm. is a whole other subject. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it depends on how we, how we focus. I,
0: I, I think you hit it right on the head. I'm glad to let yeah. you start that one. Um, <laughs> the with benefits usually implies that there's um, intimacy, sexual intimacy involved in the relationship and benefits is more about you've connected with some, with a a woman, someone of the opposite sex, and you have a, um, you, you know, you trust this person, you have a relationship with this person, but it does not include sex. It does not include that physical intimacy. Well, I see you frowning there, big guy. What's up? Say it. Well, I,
3: okay. Just to be straight, <clears throat> mm-hmm. get into the brass tacks. Mm-hmm. Friendship, meaning y'all are platonic. There's no sexual or no intimate or no romance. With benefits means with sexual benefits. With sex, with intimacy, with romance but it's not an exclusive relationship. Uh, She's not, you know, my woman, I'm not her man, but we can come together and we can enjoy that part of it. And then we get up and walk away and do whatever we do.
0: So I'm gonna push back on your idea that there's no intimacy in a non-sexual relationship. I think anytime you care about someone, Anytime you have a connection with someone, there's some intimacy there. Intimacy being that you care about that person, that you have a connection with that person that goes beyond uh, just walking past them on the street and saying hi. So so I'm gonna push back at that a little bit and we can go down that road again. Um, but the the friends and the benefits, and, and I I think one of the things that I was thinking about when when I wanted to put the show together was it, uh, it seems to be a standard practice that when a person gets married, and I'm, we're, I'm only going to talk from the man's perspective, um, when a, when a, it is expected that you're going to drop all of your friends, that you're going to remove them from your circles, um, all of the people that are not, all the people that are op- of the opposite sex not in your family. And I think, I think that' that's, that's not good. I understand why that happens. There's always the belief that um, that you've been tempted and that men are always looking to for sexual conquests, regardless of, you know, w- whatever else is going on in their lives, that even though this person is a friend and they've chosen to be a friend with this person, and not have a physical relationship. There's the belief that they're going to do it anyway, and so why tempt fate? And you know, just push that person out of your life, uh, and then and then you, th- th- there's a comfort level that other people have um, with that setup. And I think that that's that's bad because you've you've developed that friendship over whatever time you've developed it, um, and you've learned this person. Um, and you've, and you've decided that the relationship is going to be just what it is that, you know, I'll help you, you'll help me. We'll be there for each other. We'll be somebody to talk to, we'll be somebody to, to assist. Um, and then, and that's it. And, you know, when we start doing stuff like pushing people out for uh, no other reason than, um, that there's a perceived danger then, then I think we're, we're doing more harm to all of us than good.
3: Uh, yeah, that's an agreement. I mean, I agree with you. A lot of that does go on and especially from a man and it it could be from a woman's perspective too.
0: Again, you, you're not a woman, so you, you, you can't really talk to that.
3: Well, It's, I talked to it in that, in, in that I've had these discussions with women before. I understand that. Okay. So what I'm saying is you get with your mate, uh, you're getting married or you're getting into a committed relationship, you're getting married and you, and you as the partner coming in are uncomfortable with them having... Friends of the opposite sex, even if they were there before you, because you think your mate won't control themselves and not be tempted and not get well, not give into the temptation
1: mm-hmm.
3: that they will do something like you know. I was married my first wife for eighteen years. Have I been tempted? Yeah. Did I ever give into the temptation? No. My current wife, we're in January, we will have been married five years. Had I ever been tempted? yeah, I've seen something that look good, but do I really want to go anywhere? no <laughs> no uh, and like you know the one friend that i the one female friend true female friend that I do have we've known each other since we were thirteen and hey, you know like, the first time she caught, you know, we talked on the phone when I was married to my current wife two couple years ago. You know, I put Marilyn on the phone, introduced him and put Marilyn on the phone, let her and Marilyn talk. There's, you know, I'm not hiding anything. Uh, there's nothing to hide. There's no part of my life that has to be turned off to my current spouse uh i've always been a believer of you keep you know when it comes to friends and your spouse or your your uh significant other you have to keep the things separate when you start not differentiating and blurring lines it's a recipe that can come into disaster
0: now, when you say, you're dealing with when you say blurring lines okay what what do you mean
3: okay here's <laughs> yeah. what i mean you start treating your friend as <clears throat> you know their your man or your woman whatever the perspective case is and you act towards your friend like i wouldn't ne- there are things that i would do for my wife that i would never do for my female friend like what Okay. For example, I'm not going to go to a female friend and pay two thousand dollars to get her car fixed. That's something I'm not going to do.
1: I would hope I'm not. not. What?
3: Well, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, why? I, I'm just saying. Why? I'm just saying. And I and I've done that before to get an engine rebuilt in a car for my wife.
0: I understand. I'm saying. I'm asking why. Why would you not, if your if your friend has, has come to you and say, I need your help as my friend. Okay. I need $2,000 to get my car fixed. And for whatever reason, I'm not going to give context to why she needed a car fixed, but she's come to you Mm -hmm. and say, I need $2,000 to get my car fixed. And you would say no. And I'm asking why?
3: I would not agree to it without discussing that with my wife first, because if I just go do okay, if I just go do that and I haven't cleared that with my wife, that could cause trouble with me and my wife.
0: I understand that, but that's not what. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna allow that as an amended statement that you instead of saying okay. I would not do it, I'm gonna I'm gonna amend your statement to say I would not do it without first consulting my wife. Okay. Is that is that a fair okay. is that That's, a fair yeah. amendment?
1: That's fair.
0: Okay, That's so why I would go
2: amendment. further.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm, I would I, go further
2: I'm, on that. Go ahead. I would say he wouldn't even think about bringing something like that to his wife two thousand dollars to another woman. Why? uh you you have you been married? What does that have to do with why you wouldn't do it? Because my wife would in no way, form, or fashion be down for that. And I understand that. And I don't know personally many guys with wives that would be, I'm not saying they wouldn't, but that would be that freehearted for to give another woman that kind of money.
0: Okay. So, and so part of what I was saying is, is that. The perceived perception that you're helping another woman is somehow tantamount to um, infidelity. That absolutely that it's somehow um, connected with um, that that you are helping another woman when you should never help another woman. Um, that I'm not that that your wife has not given you approval of helping simply says i'm going to control you to the point of i will determine how you can help your friends i'm going to conter- determine yeah. for you who can be your friend um how how much of a friend they can be and what you can do with your friendships yes okay and and i i'm not I, so not everybody's going to have the same level of um idea about friendships. I think that that's unhealthy because I think There's trust I think the trust situation. I think trust is if I can't trust you as my partner, why are you here? Why are you with me True. as my partner if I can't trust you if my belief is that that you're helping someone else means that you don't feel the same about me or that it changes something in our relationship that to me is concerning now you can you can point at me and say well you're not married so so that doesn't count so your idea doesn't fit and i and i'll say to you it doesn't change whether you're married or whether you have someone that's significant in your life that situation exists in both of those those situations and they both have the same impact so i don't think i have well, to be to what, married to be able to have that point of view
3: Well, to what you just said is not just a question of married or not but if she is your woman that you're calling her your woman you're calling her your significant other and she doesn't rate any different than any other female friend you would have. What's the significance of her being in your life or vice versa? If she was calling you her man and you don't rate any different than any other male friend she has in her life, what is the significance of her calling you her man?
0: So I'm going to say, I'm going to say, what do you mean by, that she doesn't rate any difference. Cause you've already said, we've already established that this is a friend, that there is no other physical intimacy going on. There is no uh, determination that this person is going to be in your life forever because that's the whole purpose of getting married is that you've decided that this is the person that you want to spend your life with. As you get older, this person is going to, um, you know feed you and help feed you and help take food and be concerned with your medical health on a daily basis whereas a friend is not going to always be there on a daily basis they they will be there when you call them but your wife or your significant other is somebody that that's living in your in your immediate circle in your environment and they're on a daily basis aware of your needs and wants so there is a difference built into the type of relationship. And so my question then is, how does my helping a friend, if I'm willing to give my buddy two grand, my dog, my guy, and I'm willing to give him two grand and it's okay, but I'm giving my female friend the cold shoulder when it comes to, I put her on a limit what does that say about me and how I look at my friends?
2: It says that you, if you have a wife, it says you're respecting the feelings of your wife. If you are not married, then I can, I can't call that situation. Why you wouldn't do it?
3: It's it's just like, it's just like discussing, even if even if one of my guy friends came and said, Man, I need two thousand dollars for this and that and the other, and I'm married, I'm gonna discuss with my wife, you know, is that good thing for our household at this point to lend him this two thousand dollars? We may have it in the bank, but we may have a bunch of bills come up. And what happens is you lend this person something and something changed for that person and they can't pay you back when <clears throat> they're supposed to pay you back can your family absorb that hit
0: cuz now i get all of that but but you made the distinction because okay. she was a person of the opposite sex everything else is the same Barbie. and you've made the only distinction okay. you've made is that it's a person of the opposite sex
3: well, when we were talking earlier,
1: mm-hmm. we
3: hadn't brought in as well as my male buddies. We only brought in the woman. Okay. And when you're married, that becomes a difference. Okay. That becomes a
0: difference. What's the difference?
3: But I want, most women ain't going to just accept you doing that for another woman. That's just true.
0: And That's, that's and, and we, true. And we, and we talked about that at the beginning as to why
3: now that's something you would have to ask a woman that's something well, you would have to ask a woman that none of us can that neither of us can truly answer but my thing is a woman that I call a friend mm-hmm. and I've only got a couple
1: mm-hmm.
3: I would do the same way you know if they came to me and say here's two thousand dollars here's what I'm using it for mm-hmm and me and my me and my wife would sit down and talk about it because two thousand dollars out of our family not only affects me it affects her now mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. it affects the kids but right. so that's something that we're supposed to discuss mm-hmm. and just likewise if one of her guy friends or even you know were to come ask her to lend two thousand dollars or whatever
1: mm-hmm.
3: and you know we her and i would sit down and discuss okay you know so let, what let are me... they doing it for when are we going to get it back? Let me do and it this way.
0: Let me do it this way. Okay. So you got a medical emergency come up in the family. Doesn't matter who it is. You just okay. got a medical emergency, and you right. need twenty one hundred bucks. Okay. Can your wife go to her male friends and ask for twenty one hundred bucks? I don't
3: know. I would have to honestly say I don't know.
0: You don't know what your, your response would be? Is,
3: okay. I don't know if she has a male friend that has that kind of money. Let's say that she does. It on the
0: Let's say she does. Let's say she does. Yeah. I, I don't know. So you honestly, don't know what you would
3: say? I honestly don't know. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know.
0: Okay. All right. So does the fact that she has a male friend um, make it have an issue with you? Is it an issue with you?
3: No, no.
0: So when you, no. so I if mean, your wife comes and says, you know, I've got this friend, this male friend that I've had for 30 years and y'all been together for five or 10 and I want to take it outside of the realm mm-hmm. of your relationship. And I just want to um, not make it personal, but make it uh, more mm-hmm. observational. So should a man, okay. Should a man if his if push his wife to remove mm-hmm. all of her male friends when they when they decide to get married?
3: That's not something I would do.
0: I, uh, and so, and the person and the thing is, okay, so what I want to do is I want to okay. take it outside of the realm of personal.
3: Okay. Outside the realm of person, okay. Okay, I see what you mean. It It's going to depend on what type of man that is. Because you got some guys that once they get married or they get with someone, they don't want her dealing with nobody else but them. Why is that? And so they're going to push her. I don't know what's wrong with these guys. It, it could be something with them. It could be they just jealous. Mm-hmm. Or it could be they just have some mental problems that they feel the need to dominate and try to control a woman.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: There's many a reasons you would have to talk to a relationship expert or a psychologist, psychiatrist to find out why they do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are <clears throat> that they feel they have to try to push everybody away. They try to weasel. They try to pull their prospective woman away from her family mm-hmm. because they only want her to be influenced by them. They don't want mm-hmm. her to have no other influences, no other input in her life. Mm-hmm. And there are women that do the same thing to their so men. So that
0: is a control issue. So the whole pushing... It's a control issue. So pushing, pushing, m- making a person remove friends of the opposite sex is about control.
3: That could be one reason, yes.
0: What could be the other reason?
3: I, I don't. I can't sit here and tell you.
0: Then, then why would <laughs> you say I'm that? To be one reason. Me. I mean, it, my only guess is that you would say one reason is because you know of another.
3: I'm allowing for there to be a chances of another without me necessarily knowing it. Okay. I can't think. I can't tell you that because I'm not that type of a uh, person. Okay. I don't care if my wife. I don't care if my wife have other male friends. Okay. Because no matter how much I try to control and dominate, if she wants to go out and do something else, do something else with someone else, she's going to find a way to do it.
2: I think that um, we're looking at definitions here and wording, okay. but bottom line is, if you want to call it control, that's that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. I would say looking at biology, looking at human behavior, and also comparing human behavior to other animals, because humans are technically a form of animal life. Okay. Right. Correct. Mm-hmm. correct? Uh-huh. I think I heard Leon say once that he was an alpha, alpha male. Or did I hear that from you? I'm i I'm a, a
0: member of Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity. I'm an alpha. But you're not an alpha male. Um, I, I, I have never looked up the definition of alpha male um my understanding is that it's a a positive but it has some negative traits to it um okay but but i'm i'm like any anyone else i'd love to be considered you know uh highly sought after character uh strong moral you know backing etc 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 but i want you to get to your point i'm sorry
2: okay yeah absolutely so let's let's Narrow that down. What are the dominant traits of an alpha male? Can somebody say control is not one of the dominant traits?
0: I don't know. I, I, again, I I haven't looked up the definition of an alpha male. Do you have, do you know that, that, that definition?
2: Well, I, I have been watching lately, a lot of videos on dogs Mm -hmm. because I just, I like dogs, but getting into deep into the science and the behavior of them, you things you learn things mm-hmm. there is definitely strong behavior associated with the alpha male in the pack mm-hmm. he dominates and he controls okay and he will not allow another male uh, to get in the mix he okay. will kill another male they will fight over that dominance okay now that dogs are dogs and people are people but i think certain traits we have with the animals are in common to a certain extent. I mean, I I believe that our behavior has evolved to a certain extent, but Mm not totally lost everything, you know, in Mm -hmm. the past. Mm -hmm. Well, I get it. So, so, so when you said
0: we can call it control, when your Mm -hmm. mate um, puts upon you the ultimatum that if you want me to remain in your life, you have to terminate your relationships. Um, I say one aspect of it is control. Do you have another term for it?
2: I think it's um, submission. Okay. If Here's you right. look at traditional, if you're looking at traditional wedding vows, which have been around for centuries. Okay. A lot of people started objecting to them because of that term man submit a woman submitting to a man. But that's been in effect in the original vows for a long, long time. Okay. And so accepting certain behavior or expecting certain behavior is is common uh, within society. And basically that boils down to once you get married to a, a person Expectations come in as to how you react with the opposite sex, mm-hmm. since you have mm-hmm. a new partner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I and I, I think, go ahead. Okay,
3: go no, Go ahead. No, I was thinking because you was asking for another name, or another trait besides control. It could be insecurity.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like mm-hmm. what happened the last time you were in a committed relationship, or the last marriage mm-hmm. a woman uh could be insecure about what her last husband did mm-hmm. and she noticed that this husband or she tries to root that out early on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in in the relationship in other words okay if you got a lot of women friends i know you tend, you know i know like my like her she could that her last husband tended to have sex with these women Mm -hmm. he refused to control himself not that he couldn't he Mm -hmm. refused to do it Mm -hmm. so she's like I'm not gonna have a man that want to be around a bunch of women all the time Mm -hmm. because he'll he'll get in He'll you know the right move strikes him Mm -hmm. he's gonna go off or vice versa for a man and a woman Mm -hmm. a guy that got divorced from a woman because she was always playing around on him. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a lot, probably depending on the type of person he is, he's going to be insecure coming mm-hmm. that second time around. Okay. So, so he's going to try so to, to get that from happening.
0: That's that's what we call baggage, right? Okay. Is yeah. that, isn't that, wasn't yeah. that what we call baggage? It. It's, 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 that's a good term for it. It's, it's implying that, that, that whatever happened in the past, is going to continue to happen, and so you obviously have things in your life that you haven't worked through, and so you're bringing that into your new relationship. And so, if you have an insecurity, and your the partner that you know of that you that you that you're joining recognizes that that's an insecurity, wouldn't it be good to work on that insecurity first? Rather than terminate all of the friendships that you spent your life building, that makes sense.
2: That makes well. Sense. I don't think the question was terminating the friendship. The issue was loaning them two thousand dollars. That's two different things.
0: Well, they, they, we were talking about the, the same thing because, um, if 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 let's say let's say the idea was that you're going to treat this person differently because of their gender. So mm-hmm. you wouldn't loan a woman $2000, but you'd loan a man $2000. Because, well, because your mate because <laughs> your mate is going to be less agreeable because it is a woman and no other reason.
2: well that's possible that scenario is highly possible but the bottom line is that once you get married you're looking at um loaning people money outside of the marriage uh, regardless of their sex as a serious issue absolutely because I what was I'm not, once yours I'm not well, focusing was on once the money. once yours becomes ours now. I'm not focusing so on the money. you have to look at things differently. I'm not I'm not focusing
0: on the money. So okay. so you can you can draw attention to all the money all you want to and then I'm going to bring us back okay. to is it it's the relationships. It's not about the money. Mm-hmm. So so if you okay. if it was $50, maybe your spouse is more agreeable with $50 because $50 to them doesn't mean that you love this other person, but all of a sudden, two thousand dollars seems to. Well, if you if you're loaning this person two thousand dollars, you must really love them, and that may be the case. But a friend is a friend, and if sure. if, if if my if my partner, if a partner, is more agreeable. With fifty dollars than two hundred dollars, I have a concern. Sure. Because sure. if you have trust you, me, are you, you familiar me, with the term? Go
2: ahead. Are you familiar with the term forsaking? Okay. What is that? I'm that that is a common term in wedding vials. Forsaking I understand that. All does, but
0: does forsaking mean that you sever all relationships? Or does forsaking mean? Does forsaking mean that you that that the primary relationship in your life is this person, and that the other relationships mm-hmm. aren't primary? What does forsaking sure. mean? Does it mean eliminate?
2: That depends. That depends. On I what? think that's something that the two have to agree upon because it's a marriage of two people. Okay. So the, what the two people, how they interpret that together, is going to be the bottom line. But all of that comes into the mix once you become married. You do have these vows that that you look at as a couple, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's not just like continue to do what you did in the past.
0: I, I you know, again, uh, w- without. Defining what you mean by what you did in the past. Um, so the question to me Love is: you, Can you have I, I'll a female friends? I'll lead the money out of it. Things with other people. Can you can you have uh, opposite sex friends once you
2: get married? I think honestly, that's something that needs to be discussed ahead of the. Ceremony, right? That way there's less confusion, Mm -hmm. less issues. Once you hash that out so that both sides know what to expect. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree.
0: I'm just looking at, um, so it is my understanding that in many cases, when two people uh, decide to make their relationship permanent, that there is this push to remove all other uh, opposite sex friends from each other's life as a, as a way to go forward.
2: Are you saying that that's what you see in real life or is that uh, a concern? That is, that has been what, what I have encountered in many cases. Okay. And how
0: do you react to that? I think that that's wrong, which is what I said at the very beginning. I think tr- if you trust the person that you're with and you believe in that person, there is some vulnerability that goes with that. And forcing that person to uh, eliminate all of the friends that they spent their life building hmm. in no way serves you. Sure. If 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 you're doing it out of insecurity, I'm only further helping entrench your insecurity. Mm-hmm. If you do it out of distrust, I'm only further entrenching your distrust, and you're not growing as my partner. The only thing that you've done is you've imposed your will in my life, mm-hmm. and I and I don't think that that's. I don't think that that's a way to discuss and move forward. Sure, sure. And that's why I'm approaching the issue. Does that make sense? Is that something, is that how we should move
2: forward? So just out of curiosity, have you had this type of encounter or discussion with someone that you've dated, had a relationship, And perhaps saw as a potential mate.
0: Yes. I'm trying to, I'm trying not to make this personal, but I want to answer your question.
1: So the answer is
0: I've had the discussion with someone I was in a um, long-term relationship
2: with. And I, and I would do that in the future. OK, that's great. So all I'm saying is, is that the whole subject, the idea is so personal that only the people involved can come to the consensus of what's right for them as a couple. I disagree. Well, I disagree. Oh.
0: I, disagree.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think we are a community, we are a society and there, there are things that we expect out of each other. And we should mm-hmm. have that discussion and so that we can help each other. If we don't, if we say uh, everything that you do is personal, then we have mm-hmm. a thousand definitions and no, no and, and we don't ha- and we don't have any understanding. If we have the discussions and we, and we have some discussions, then we have expectations that we can all count on. I
3: don't fully agree with you because a community can have their expectations of what men and woman roles are. We talked about this before we just recently had a show on that. That is correct. But if the community's expectation doesn't meet everything that I need or it goes past where I want to go, I shouldn't just... Go with the community's definition and forsake what I believe and what I'm feeling. And that's part of your courting process, your process of being together before you get married so you can find out uh, does your partner, your prospective partner, expect you to give up everything, give up every every friendship you've been, you spent the, a lifetime building as you keep uh, you know, you keep bringing up, does this guy, for in a woman's case, does this guy expect me to come with him and forget all of my family? I'm just supposed to go with him and have, have no dealings with my family. Okay. Or if I'm a guy, yeah.
0: Okay. So if we have community expectations, then a lot of those questions are going to be answered before the first date. If we, as a community expect our couples, when they decide to, uh, if it's expected, um, then, then it becomes standard knowledge and people understand. Now, if I, I, I then look at those standards and I realize I feel differently. Then when I move into a relationship, I discuss it with the person because I know that I feel differently. But as long as it is a a standard, it is a community expectation, that conversation has already been had. And now we're one step closer to to everything working the way we want it to work.
3: But if you don't want to work according to this community standard. Right,
0: I just said you have Didn't the conversation.
3: You... Okay, we, yeah. we have the conversation, but you also said, well, if the community has reached these standards, we've already had that conversation and you have it. Okay, for example, uh, a guy and a girl are getting together. The girl, the, the guy believes he should be able to have all these other female friends that he's been having relations with, but they haven't pitted down having a relationship. They haven't committed to each other, but they get together. They had a sex. They spend their two days and they're going about their life. Now he's bringing this other unsuspecting woman into his life and he wants her to just accept this. So whenever he wants to go out and do it, he could do it. And she might say, well that doesn't work for me that's the discussion they should have because he decided that in the, in our community once you get married that's all you're supposed to do you're never supposed to do nothing else but that doesn't work for him so he so that's the discussion they need to have so let me ask maybe a question. she's willing let me ask maybe question. she's willing to go with what he wants let me ask I don't question. know but that so that's when you discussion. first
0: when you when you first decided to pick a mate, did you have the discussion about let's be um, committed?
3: Yes, we had the discussion in, in both of my marriages. Mm-hmm. We had that discussion. What did we expect? Okay. Uh, you know, it, it, and what would happen if I come? So now, and why I why did you have that discussion? That you're having it.
0: Why, why did you have that discussion?
3: to make sure to make sure we're traveling the same pace on that To make sure we're traveling down the same highway because okay. that is an issue that breaks up a lot of marriages that a lot of couples separate about.
0: So you don't think that by having, um, an expectation prior that that's a good thing that everything has to be discussed at the point of the relationship that everything has to be discussed at the point of the relationship, whether we're going to have children, whether we're going to, what, you know, what is the expectation? We're going to buy a house. All of those things have to be discussed at the point of the relationship. I think they should be
3: discussed
0: because those are
3: all of the specific things you just mentioned is enough to break up any couple because like you said let's just take the house for instance Mm -hmm. uh you could be with someone who wants to get a house you could Mm -hmm. be with a person that says no Mm -hmm. I don't want no house I've been through that before I I I just want to rent and we go about our business Mm -hmm. or or the two people come together the one person could already have three kids and 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 they grown and raised
1: Mm -hmm.
3: and they grown and gone well the other one never had any kids so now they want children, and I know that becomes an issue with what we call the May December marriages, especially with the younger woman that never had no kids, mm-hmm. and she then got with this older guy who then raised kids ago, and going. He don't want to go through that again. So okay. that should be discussed. So, so in other, should, words, so in other I words, there should not stay be with you?
0: there should not be any community standards about be? relationships. There should not be in should any relationship. There should not be any standards about community relationships. There should not be any expectations that we as a society um, build around relationships and that everything should be discussed at the point of the relationship.
3: You can have all the standards you want, but when it comes to the people,
0: I'm I'm not, I'm not asking that I'm saying, should we have have those? Should we have those? Are there any benefit to it or is there any benefit to having a societal expectation around relationships
3: there could be i mean okay you're asking me to say you're asking me to say is there any ever any benefit to having yeah there could be benefit but okay. see what if you're gonna always have a, you're gonna always have other people Let's say that doesn't work for me. Okay,
0: so I don't. I don't. Uh, I, I'm talking up here. I'm talking um, on a macro level, and you're okay. communicating on a micro level. You're picking individual situations that you feel are uh, that are that don't fit the umbrella. And so, what I'm trying to do is get us to talk Anytime. about the umbrella. Okay. To get us to talk about the umbrella, and then we know that that they're always going to be. Situations, because anytime you've got millions of people, you got millions of different ideas. So the question, then, I'm asking is, do we have, do should we Uh have an overall expectation about things in in our environment, or do we just that everything everything is addressed individually?
3: In some cases, having those overall expectations are great. And if everybody follow them, it would be great. If we never had any variety, and everybody just does why the same thing, why is it? And why is it, there, there be a belief that there is no variety
0: is right. in that? I, I don't understand why. Why you believe there is no variety in that?
3: If we just had these set standards, and everybody only met those set standards. They never did nothing different. And so one of that the things would, that I said, that would be a lack of variety.
0: One, one of the things that I said was, you understand what is expected generally. And if you know you don't fit that generalization, you have the conversation.
2: So what I'm saying is... Well, first of all, I like to, I like to have a clear definition of... Uh, community that you're speaking of because how are we all in the same community? Are there different sub-communities? Exactly what community are we talking about? So, so I'm speaking of America.
0: So our expectations of what life is like in America,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: do we want to encourage marriage? Or do we want to encourage living together? What does marriage
2: look like? Well, what right does off living the bat, together look like? Go ahead.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I don't think the concept of America being one community is is anywhere near possible. There's got too many different ethnic groups, too many different cultures, too many different ideologies, too many different belief systems, and to expect a typical American to identify in one little uh, community box, I, that's going to be pretty much impossible.
3: And so, things, to answer your question, we ahead. had some things in America that we spoke out of our mouths, we encouraged marriage, but we went and passed policies that didn't purport marriage, like the marriage penalty that was in the tax code. uh okay for years, you had
0: I got it, I got it. I, I, older because I want to address something that, that Warren said, and I don't want it to okay I don't want to lose the flow Okay so some okay, cultures believe in female circumcision. Okay. You know what female circumcision is?
2: Sure, sure.
0: So when they move to America, should they continue to mm-hmm. be able to perform female circumcision?
1: Uh, that
0: uh, depends on whether it's legal or not. But the only way that it can be legal is if we set a standard in the United States, which you just said, we have too many different cultures to set a standard.
2: What we do have is, so it's said that we are a nation of laws. Okay. And so the goal should be for the people in the country to be law-abiding citizens. That is correct. To the extent that they can. Mm -hmm. But not everything that we do
0: in this country is a law. Some of it is social expectations. In this country, we want people to get married. Because we want the family unit to be the central unit of measure in the country. Because when we know that there's a father in the home, a mother in the home, that the kids are better protected and provided for. So we encourage families. But if we leave that up to endi- each individual groups, maybe maybe marriage doesn't win out. Maybe just... Um, hooking up for 30 days or 90 days is what happens. And then you move Mm -hmm. to the next family. But if we don't set that social expectation, if we don't set that social expectation, that's a possibility, isn't it? It's a possibility even if we set
2: that expectation.
3: Well, it's a reality. I don't think those expectations
2: can control things.
3: Even though we have that expectation, it's a reality. Those things are happening we're having more and more single-parent households we're having households with two men or two women as parents we're doing that
0: so what is that so what does that mean we're doing that what does that mean as far as the discussion goes
3: that means it, okay that means it's happening okay so that no means we just let it continue what, to happen
0: does that mean we just let it continue to happen huh
3: how are you going to stop it how, tell me how we can we start
0: up. having the expectation that this is not okay
3: but we've already got that expectation and it's happening anyway okay so I what, mean, so what your your,
0: your 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 determination is just let it happen just just do nothing just, because it happened it's okay is it okay I
3: can't go tell okay I can't go tell Amy.
0: It's not about you and telling up, Amy. You. It's about we set an expectation well, in I'm, society. I'm,
3: you, I'm answering your question, your, and I'm and I'm your explaining to is, you.
0: <coughs> Go ahead.
3: Your question is: Well, mm-hmm. do we just let it happen? It's right. not about letting it happen. Amy and Eve want to be together. Okay. Well, no matter what Leonard says, mm-hmm. or no matter what anybody else in this country mm-hmm. says. So Amy and Amy and Eve, Amy and Amy Eve, together
0: Amy, and, and Eve and have a Amy and Eve now feels more vindicated to be together because of recent court decisions and because of social pressures. Previously, the social pressure was a man and a woman, and so a lot of people okay. stayed in the closet. They didn't do those kinds of things. Some people tried. To change World their matter. life. So now the social pressure has changed. The social expectations have changed. Mm-hmm. And so more people are doing it. And so I'm saying if we define socially what we'd like to see, we will see more of it. If we don't, if we just accept whatever happens, we will get exactly what happens. Okay,
3: my, my question, my, my thing to you is this. We've defined it. It's been defined ever since.
0: What has been defined?
3: every since what we considered family, what we considered our social norms, what we considered our social structure. Mm-hmm. Even before the first Europeans hit this market, mm-hmm. the indigenous people were getting married. They were having their ceremonies. Mm-hmm. They were raising their kids.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, mm-hmm. what made what made it more determining that. The alternative lifestyles, I say, come out and, and and be part of the mainstream. They got tired of mainstream hypocrites coming out and doing things to them. And they, they, they are first thing they want to say, y'all should go back in the closet. Well, when they tried to stay in the closet, you went into the closet and messed with them. Now they're like, oh, What no, does that
0: mean they went into the closet you're and messed doing,
3: with them. Okay. There was this nightclub in new york called a uh, stone i forgot what it's called uh-huh. the po it was a gay nightclub uh-huh. the police used to go in there and raid it and mess with those people okay they somebody bought a club and they kept it for themselves uh-huh. so now what happened they got tired of police harassment this happened back in 68 uh-huh. 69 when the police came in there uh-huh. somebody went behind the police and locked the door locked the police in and then men beat the hell out of them police uh-huh. And that's led to what we got now where homosexual marriage is becoming legal in a lot of these. So
0: you're, you're saying that homosexual marriage became, became some more socially acceptable because somebody locked the doors on and beat up police.
3: I'm saying it led to
0: that led to where
3: we're getting now.
0: I believe, I believe the change has come because, um, Homose- homosexuals have made a case that homosexual relationships are a valid form of a relationship and should be valued, and not because yes. some police got beat up.
3: Okay, what you, you're missing the point. The point okay. is, sure, the, point the point is mm-hmm. that was an incident mm-hmm. that started them to rallying and to change uh, politics. And the change laws, mm-hmm. and they're saying, "Hey, we should be valued. Mm-hmm. We should not get beat up. We should not get jumped on mm-hmm. because of who we choose to be with." Mm-hmm. And okay. that incident helped bring it to a head and helped help start a national movement.
0: I'm I'm gonna say I I understand what you're saying. Um, I tend to think that that is one more, um, milestone on a timeline, um, of greater significance. So okay. So, so at that point, I, I, I don't know if it's worth trying to resolve our two differences on that. Um, but but let's say uh, homosexual or um, the, the gay lifestyle has become more accepted and they're still fighting for greater acceptance. But. Um, the 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 achievement of a family unit did not have to, (coughs) pardon me, did not have to be restricted to just a man with a woman. It can be that gay relationships can also be a part of the family unit. But the idea that we encourage family units can be socially what we try to engineer yes
2: mm-hmm. So basically you just made a compromise.
0: I don't know if it's a compromise or a, a redefinition.
2: okay, redefinition
0: okay I, I don't think <laughs> at, at any point did I ever say that that homosexual or, or same-sex relationships were invalid or not a part of the whole system okay? Okay. So, so in order for me to be compromised, I would have had to say something like that, or at least believed it and, and put forth that okay. that idea.
2: So right. do you think that currently, uh, let's say the gay community is not adhering to a good standard of a family unit, good or bad? I, how would you rate that? I,
0: I don't know how that, relates to the friends and, and friends and benefit discussion. And I think we've kind of, oh, uh, right. went down a, 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 different vein of the discussion. Yeah. And so <laughs> if we, if we want to do, if we want to have the, the home gay and homosexual discussion, I think it would be better to try to not approach it in the last five minutes of talking about friends and benefits since we've gotten away from oh, the sure, main
1: sure.
3: portion
0: of discussion and okay. what i'm
3: saying is i guess we're close to our last comment session so That's, i'll make, make your last, last comments
0: comment. and then we can get out of here
3: okay uh in the end with your significant other your spouse you should be able to see my interaction with any other woman and then see my interaction with my wife and you should see a definite difference I can treat my friends as friends, and my and when I say friends, I don't make a difference between the homo. I mean between a female friend or a male friend. If they're my friend, they're my friend. But there's going to be a definite difference how I act with my friend than how I conduct myself with my wife.
0: All right, Warren, you want to make a last comment? Or oh, you want to go back to oh, the yeah. go I, go back to the gay discussion? No. All right.
2: <laughs> hey, I mean, how do we end up there? We start talking what do you about mean how we ended up there? You steered dis- it together. there. <laughs> but anyway, back to what Lert was saying. Okay. He makes no differentiation here or there, male female. I would bet that his wife probably does. <laughs> I I I I yeah, am I not saying.
0: Are you done with your comment? Are you done? <laughs> So and then I'll make my yeah, own way out of here. All right. Um, so so the, the idea is um, that, that the friends and the benefits discussion, I think, is, is a necessary one so that we don't feel like we have to build relationships with our friends and then have those friends to push out of our lives. It is difficult as it is to find friends that will be your friend for life. You go through high school, you go through college, you go through the military, you go through your job. And usually one or two people will remain your friend for years. And if we start pushing people out simply because they're of the opposite sex, that even further isolates Mm -hmm. us. I don't think that isolation is good. And I think examining how we, uh, our expectations about moving into a committed relationship, it is important to understand how those impact us in the long term. And I think that that discussion about friends and benefits is one way for us to do that. I wanna thank everybody for joining us this afternoon. Uh, we will be back next Friday. Thank you very much for joining us.
1: That concludes this episode of Adjustment. And thank you for listening. This
0: podcast is streamed live on YouTube and twitch.tv and is designed for listener interaction. Visit the website, the forward slash home to join the discussion. The audio version of Altitude Adjustment is available where you get your podcasts, including stitcher.com, the iTunes store, the Google Play Music store to name a few. Remember that the internet is powered by your likes, shares, and comments. So please like, share, and comment on this and other episodes of Altitude Adjustment because it matters. And as always, look out for the other guy because they may not be looking out for you.